Well, hello, everybody. Welcome in. This is Coach B. I am here with Coach JFM of the Carnegie Peanuts. Uh, how you doing, Coach? I'm, I'm doing well. This is, a, this is a big deal. I was talking to my wife very seriously about this uh, event that's happening tomorrow, and yeah. she actually looked at me. Uh, she, she actually was, was pretty supportive and happy for me, even though she doesn't understand it. But, yeah. um, you know, I haven't, I haven't made the Final Four in uh, this league. Uh, much less the championship. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty excited. It was something, you know, that honestly I'd hoped would uh, happen when I signed the the senior class a couple seasons yeah. ago. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty thrilled. And honestly, I'm not surprised it's Porter. I don't think any of us are, but uh, yeah, yeah. it felt like we had been circling each other just because we both have gone through this stretch of, of, of luck with recruiting. And for whatever reason, we just haven't faced off against each other. Um, and so it, it was just kind of one of those, uh, I think, uh, inevitable, uh, matchups that, uh, is pretty exciting. Yeah, for sure. Well, you guys have been playing great. Um, you've won all your games and most of them, you know, pretty convincingly. I mean, you had a tight game against Camden and then lost Camden in the, uh, conference tournament, had a tight game against Rochester. Um, I know they always play you tight and. I mean, you're, you're from a tough conference, but, you know, you, you've been doing really well all year. Um, who'd you lose? Who'd you lose to in the PNTT playoffs? I think, uh, oh gosh, let me, let me go. Actually, it was the team that I, I think it was uh, the Cedar Rapids uh, cheese eaters. Oh, was it? Yeah, let me, let me go, let me go check. I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was, sorry. It was Ann Armour Big Bongs. Yeah. They actually, yeah. they actually smoked me by 15. I was like, what the heck? They love um, the PNTT. They those guys just perform, you know, in the PNTT. And, yeah, well, uh, I got my revenge in the second round, so that was that was yeah. nice. I walloped them. Yeah, so you got them again, and you just <laughs> you just smoked them right back. Um, so, but yeah, you've had a great year. Um, and you haven't been. Um, you haven't. You've you've had some great years over the over the past few years, but. It's never really amounted to much in the NTT. You've always, you've had some you've had some tough luck just going out early. You know, um, you you made it to the Sweet Sixteen maybe four years ago. But other than that, out in the second round a lot. Um, what do you think's different about this team? Uh, yeah, it's it's been frustrating. I think I've I've lost in three straight uh, Sweet Sixteens, and then and then yeah, I made it to to a Sweet Sixteen uh, that season twenty one. Um, honestly, what it, it's felt like I've been missing, you know, with these seniors is um, a true center, as weird as that might be to say when you look at these seniors. But um, it, it's always felt like I've missed shot blocking. You know, the team has always been so strong in a lot of ways. We've had plenty of size. And you would think based on the attributes and, and some of the high school stats that these guys made that shot blocking will be a problem. But, you know, that's like a big reason why my lineup kind of looks strange with Roman Amos at six, eight at, at center. And it's because he just overperforms his size there and is a lot better of a shot blocking presence than any of the other guys. Um, and, and it just, um, it, it felt like also this year, I, I figured out a lineup, you know, one of the, I guess the problems that uh, everyone would love to have, right. Is with this luck and recruiting that I've had the last couple of years, yeah. I had so much talent it was hard to figure out who should play the most. Um, You know, last year's team was significantly more talented. Mm -hmm. um, And 
it just didn't work out. Like I couldn't, I, I was, I mean, you can actually, if you look at my stats last year, it's like the only guys who played close to 30 minutes a game were Evan Jones and Ryan Stevens and almost everyone else is between 12 and 23 minutes. Um, Cause I was just flailing. Yeah. And, um, and so when it got to the NTT and I had those early losses, it didn't even feel that surprising because I would have occasional surprising losses in the season. And, and it just didn't feel like uh I don't know, as, as sustainable against the, the better teams. Um, yeah. Whereas this year, kind of finding the lineup, finding Amos, it just it just kind of like the scrimmages were backing it up, you know, and and it and then the, the results in the regular season were backing it up too. And it just, I don't know, it just, it felt a little bit better when I was looking at the back, the box scores and the play-by-plays. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, Amos, you know, he, he performed really well last year. You know, he only played 18 minutes a game, but um he had a high plus minus with plus six and yeah he's really seemed to find a spot there at your uh yeah at center you know and getting 2.6 blocks not the most rebounds well, you he know, was, but he was but, supposed to be a small forward um yeah. that's what i recruited him for but um uh he's he's better as a center as weird as it is yeah and it's tough to argue with the numbers that evan jones is putting up at um yeah, small forward. And there's not that many players that I can remember in DTL history that have 50, 40, 90. And uh, he's he's doing it well above each of those, over a percent and a half for each of those, 60.6% true shooting. I mean, this guy is just a beast. And you can't complain about those numbers coming from the small forward position. But he's been efficient all four years. And he's really shining. And... um yeah, he's just been carrying your team every week, each and every week. What has just made him so special for your team? I mean, you've had him for four years. Yeah, what's it like having a guy like that and having him for this run? It's, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, not not surprising. I'm I'm going back. I think he was a five five or six six tie back in the day. Yeah. Um, and um, and he was one, you know, that I actually remember. Uh, his stats, he was a 6'6 tie and his stats at the end of the season were just blowing up. I mean, he was just putting up monster stats in high school, which really got me excited. And he was one of those guys that had uh, pretty high ratings in his high school stat or in his high school scout, <clears throat> but he had poor athleticism. And that was kind of my hope that would make his tie a little bit less. And he actually came in with poor athleticism, um, hmm. which has bumped, since bumped up to fair. Um, and um and he's just been phenomenal along the way. I, I feel like his true position is supposed to be power forward, but just the structure of our team is kind of, he's, he's had to be forced to small forward. And obviously he's, he's good enough to do awesome there. And this season has just been incredible. Um, you know, he had great true shooting in high school, but in his first three years, I mean, he had good true shooting, but you know, yeah. 54, 55% for the big, big time stars is, is not really that great. And then this year, he just kind of put it all together. And it's really been a, a tour de force uh, of a senior season. And it, it's continued into the NTT. Yeah. I mean, it's just been, yeah, it's been incredible. And he's just really carried you guys. And it just seems like, yeah, it just seems like he doesn't have an off night, <laughs> you know. Uh, I mean, Tallahassee didn't have the greatest night. But, I mean, he still helped in so many other ways. And. Um, yeah, he's just been incredible winning basically winning games like Laredo, where he goes 14 of 19 in the first round. Um, how do you, 
So, I mean, that that's mainly your plan. I mean, you have other guys, obviously, but he's he's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. It's not like you're a super high-scoring team, 83.6. I think that's pretty high, but it's not incredible. You, you're deep. You have a lot of players that can score in the starting lineup and in the – and in the uh, and and off your bench, how do you how do you feel going up into a matchup like Duluth? Uh, I don't think anyone feels good going up against uh, Duluth. You know, um, they're just they're they're so talented. You know, and and it's funny because I, I when I look at my team and I look at what I expected from these guys when I, going off their high school stats. You know, Jesus Butler. You know, David Milton in particular. And you look at his, you know, his stats in high school and his ratings, you know, I would say a number of my guys have actually underperformed offensively hmm. this year, um, which, you know, definitely leads to some concern just because Duluth, you know, has three, you know, all leagues type guys. And then, you know, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're just, their, their, their star power is just so uh, exceptional. Um, yeah. And so to me, you know, I've, I've literally been looking at their roster for, far too many hours uh, yeah. over the past uh, few days. You know, it's just Tippin, Sullivan, and Williford are just uh, are just a scary group. I mean, um, they're all generational players, you know. It's... Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think I would I, I would I wish uh, Porter could be on here, but I would bet that their starting lineup is plus 45-ish. I actually <laughs> went and looked at their recruiting kind of scouts and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and honestly, just Tippin's blue, Sullivan, and Williford is probably – right at plus 40 um you know so their their talent is is just uh, exceptional and my my thoughts on the matchup i mean i i think you know we're obviously going to have to hold them i think below their normal offensive output which i think is possible but we're going to need to perform it above our norm our normal offensive output to do it their only loss the other team kind of exploded yeah um, i think matthew sullivan is kind of one of the key spots for them um, you know, Williford's amazing, but you know, his backup Jeremiah Jordan is, is almost as good. So there's not really much of a fall off there. Um, Sullivan, there's the, I would say the weakest player on their team is their backup power forward. So I think, you know, as always foul trouble could yeah. play a, a pretty huge role. Um, I'm really, I would really like, if I could like take anyone out, you know, or as far as like get them to have foul trouble and only get, you know, 18 minutes or so. Sullivan would, would absolutely be my preferred choice. Not, not that that's surprising considering his freshman season, but. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, yeah, in their only loss, uh, you know, it was up against St. Paul in a rivalry game. St. Paul went to the line 40 times, so. If you can get to the line forty times, that's probably a good start for you, huh? Oh man, I didn't even I didn't even see that when I looked at that game. I mean, that's just uh, man, that's that's a pretty high number. I don't I don't know if I can expect that. <laughs> you can't replicate that. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's that's reasonable. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's no question, right? They probably you know if there was a Vegas, they'd probably be favored by uh, what seven eight points over me, probably. Yeah. You know, maybe a little less. I mean. Um, yeah, they're just they're they're an exceptional team, but luckily, you know, uh, I think even with being a favorite, you know, by that much, you know, their odds are probably what sixty percent, sixty five percent. You know, that's a yeah, that's a two, that's a two two tie, right? Who who doesn't like their chances in a two two tie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? If you if you told me you could, you had, you had a chance, a thirty three percent chance of 
winning the title, I'd take that any day, you know? So, um, I mean, you guys have had a good run. So, yeah, I feel like for you, the key is like, let's, let's get, yeah, let's, let's get Sullivan and Powell trouble and see, see if we can exploit that. So I'll, I'll ask you a question, uh, yeah. coach to coach. What is your thoughts on doing lineup changes? Because I, I have some potential lineup changes. I don't really love any of them. But would you do a lineup change, you know, considering how much success I have had with my current lineup? You know, is this a situation that is worth rolling the dice or does that actually negatively affect my odds? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think a lot of times – I think a lot of times lineup changes are high-risk, high-reward type things where – it's like, okay, you got more of a chance to get them blown out, but if it works, you know, like if you hit the, if you hit the, uh, um, triple jackpot, you know, like, like you could, you could, you could put out a lineup that could really give them problems and, but there's no guarantee that you do that, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, if it was my team, I'd be like, I'm pulling out all the stops cause I got nothing to lose. You know, I'm playing Duluth and. I'm not, I'm a 16 seed. I'm not expected to, (laughs) but for you, you know, you you got arguably the best team in the end. I mean, in the league versus another best team. So it's hard to go away from what you already got, you know, what's got there. And I I mean, I think you have an argument that you're just as talented, you know, and um, have had hard, hard schedules. So you've proven more with the lineup that it's like, okay, this is probably the best lineup I can do. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards not making any changes just because I feel like in the past when I've done those, it, it usually hasn't worked out. <laughs> There's been an overcoaching element that's happened that has backfired. Um, but it is it is tempting when you look at the the juggernaut in that squad <laughs> because yeah. the obvious weakness is Court Smith, right? It's like you look at the point guard and it's like, oh man, mm-hmm. should I put some more scoring in the point guard spot or do I think I'm good enough with just Jesus is a backup, you know. Court Smith seems like a good defender. Like, so it's like, I mean, he's not he's not the scorer um, that any of his other players are, but you know, he's a guy that can handle the ball and play defense. You know, Um, yeah, I think so. I went and looked at his recruiting. He was like a poor scout, so you know, you can't really trust the scout that much. But he had poor athleticism. So I, I wonder if he's like a good, a, you know, a good defense guy, but poor or fair minus athleticism. And I yeah. say that just because his steals are minuscule and his blocks are minuscule. You know, clearly he's got great hands. He doesn't mm-hmm. make many mistakes. So, um, but uh, that's one where I'm just like, mm, like I, 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 it kills. I, I wish I had, you know, a point guard that was putting up, you know, 20 plus a game. Cause then I would, yeah. I would, cause that's, that's the spot, right. Where I can, I can win that position, I think. Yeah. It's a lot harder to win. Like when you go kind of position by position, okay, where can I win? It's like, yeah. all right, shooting guard. All right, Tippins is a freaking whatever, yeah. plus, 11, plus 11 monster. It's going to be mm-hmm. tough to win that. All right, Sullivan. All right, he's another plus 10 or whatever monster. going to be hard to win that. Williford. Yeah. All right, tough to win that. All right, I think I can win small forward, hopefully. But Sage Blue is going to make it tough. Yeah. I mean, one thing you could do is, um, I mean, you could try Jesus Butler there. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a solid player who can score. 
you don't have to worry as much about his defense against a guy like Court Smith. Um, you know, that, that that's an option, but it's really hard to – it's really hard to go against what's got you there. I mean – Yeah. I, yeah. I So I wanted Jesus to win that point guard spot. I spent a lot of scrimmages trying to get Jesus yeah. to prove that, and he just didn't. Yeah. And it, uh, it, it, it actually, it drives me crazy because believe it or not, the dude is plus nine. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a ratings monster. Um, and I'm hoping that next year he can slide into a starting spot and, uh, put yeah. up points, but, um, he hasn't really been able to to do a lot with big minutes. He does a lot better with small minutes. So that's kind of what's yeah. holding me back. I mean, he's super efficient, you know, it's hard to, yeah, I mean, those are great efficient numbers, you know, of 50, 52, 45, 80, 61.8% true shooting. So, yeah, he has some options, you know. Um, his shooting guard's not – I mean, he's incredible, but he's not, like – he's not an amazing defender. Like, if he has one weakness, it's, you know, it's defending. And it's not even really a weakness. It's just, like, a, he's still pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Tippins has got to be, like, plus 10 or plus 11. So, I, yeah, I think he's all right. I think he's all with I a good defense. Yeah, I think he's 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 all right. Um, he's all right. But you got height. I mean, it should be fun. You know, he – I think he got an uphill battle. But, you know, it's – you definitely got a puncher's chance. And if there's anyone that could take him down, it's got to be you. So. Yeah, that's that's kind of – that's that's my thought. It's just a – I will admit I'm running a bunch of scrimmages tonight to see if there's anything yeah. that, that pops. But my guess is none of them will really uh, – reveal anything uh uh huge and it's not like i uh, have like a i'm i'm scrimmaging against my league uh 42 team uh dayton team which is a good team but it's not exactly this duluth monster so uh yeah. not sure how usable those results will be <laughs> yeah maybe something look at is what lansing did because you know they gave him a heck of a run they they came close they were within two with a couple minutes left and uh before Duluth pulled away there in the Sweet 16, so um, yeah, yeah, I'll need I'll need to need to take a look at that maybe a little more deeply and see if there's anything to be gleaned. In. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, anyway, Coach, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, happy happy to uh, happy to be on. It's uh, cool. My my first podcast ever. I I look yeah. forward to the 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 fame it will bring me. Uh, yeah, within within all of the our little simulated sports community. Yeah. Feel free to come on more, come on for the PNTT, come on during signing day, whatever you want. Um, we like to have fun and keep it interesting for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. This was, this was a lot of fun. It was great uh, talking to someone else in the community and uh, appreciate all the, the time and effort that you and uh, your friends put into it. For sure. Well, thanks coach. We'll talk to you later.